Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. JM Rewind gives us an opportunity to check out some of the recent guests who've appeared on JM in the AM. Eitan Katz joined me for a uh, live music alert Monday last week uh, in celebration and for the debut of his brand new album, Ashrecha. Eitan Katz on JM Rewind here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM, a very special Tuesday morning. As we've been telling everybody since the weekend, today is a live music alert day. That's right, a live music alert day because the uh, one and only Eitan Katz, who's got a brand new album entitled Ashrecha, is in studio with us here at JM and the AM. Check out our Facebook live video. You can see what's happening in our studio right now. Go to facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Again, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Eitan Katz, good morning. Welcome back to JM and the AM. Thank you for having me here. Are you kidding? What a pleasure. Besides driving in the morning, you think 6.30 in the morning, no traffic. No. At 6.30? Oh, yes. I guess we've learned something about New York (laughs) (laughs) at your expense. (laughs) Well, welcome to the show. Congratulations on the brand new album. Thank you. I don't know where to start. Thank Live you. music, new album. You're traveling the world. You're one of those uh, popular singers out there. There's so yeah, much to talk yeah, about. Yeah. So many of your videos I've enjoyed recently. Yeah, that's like a new thing that I've been doing. I've been doing with this, uh, with the release of this new album. Putting out, I put out two. Uh, I even I don't even like saying the word music videos. <laughs> right. It sounds like like a like a pop star or whatever, but. But no, the, the the two music videos that I put out, one for uh, Befia Sharm with uh, Benny Friedman, right. and this last one, which was one of the Nigunim on the album, I really um, it was a it was an experience, you know, to try to get a video that didn't have too much, you know, star focus or star power, you know, ideas or or stories, be you know, inter. Whatever, like in 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 the in the nigun, just sing the song, show the world how awesome it is to be singing together with a bunch of people and music and and inspire people and inspire people and then that's, that's it's know? funny you mention this because I think your most effective videos are the ones where you're leading a really large group of people and just yeah you know letting everybody yeah. belt it out yeah. and and obviously be inspired and have their yeah. eyes closed and be. You know, really into it, and those are the ones that I think are the most effective. Yeah, yeah. The the most, um, I mean, the most viewed on on you know the on, on YouTube and is the one is the Lamancha live in Jerusalem, yeah. where you're singing it with like you know 500 people, and you know I think that uh, that video really opened it up, opened the the nigun up to a lot of a, a huge crowd that didn't that hasn't heard of me. And now that's your composition, Lamancha. You know, someone came up to me a couple of years ago. Come, he took me over to the side, and he like he leaned over and like quietly, he's like, "Eitan, I heard that uh, Ab Rottenberg wrote La Mancha. Is that true?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Listen, it's not. But if that's what the rumors are, what then com- I'm in. Then I'm fine. What a, <laughs> I'm, okay. what a compliment, huh? It's <laughs> so funny. good. It can't be yours. It's got to. It's got to be a giant. It's got to be Ab Rottenberg. You have twelve selections on this brand new album, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the most I've ever... How many of those did you write? Um, Eleven and a half. Unbelievable. So your secret, really, with all the performances and all the touring and all the attention that you get for good reason, the real accomplishment you have is that you're writing good songs. You're writing stuff that people want to hear. Yeah. And it's just... What is it? What is it that you're able to keep up with what 
the people want, especially the young people. I got a lot of young people in my home, in my home, as you know, and they're just you know it's, it's obvious that you are you're touching the ones who are you know paying attention to the music in 2019. Yeah. How is that? You know, I'm I'm writing Nigunim from my heart. I'm not going to sound too cheesy on this, but but like it's it's the truth. Like I'm not really trying to put it like this. I'm not writing for 2019. I'm not I'm not trying to fit the mold of right. what's you know popular out there right now. You know what's popular out there is great and it should have a lot of success. But I'm writing. You know, I'm trying to express feelings that I have inside of me through the power of Nagina. But you and, do spend a lot of specific time with a younger element. I mean, you're you're doing a lot of yeah. kumzitzes, you're doing Rosh Chodesh celebrations, yeah. you're you're doing, you know, yeah. Purim night, you're doing Hashanah yeah. Rabbah with with groups where where that the entire And they love it. Yeah, the entire crowd could and be they teenagers. Love it. They love it. Right. And they love it. And, but I'm and, saying like it's not even a mixed crowd, it's like the entire crowd could be teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I mean, I mean I I I'm sure you've seen this, but when I was in high school, you know, almost 20 years ago, which is almost like it's funny to say that, but we didn't listen to, to, to much Jewish music. And, and, and Jewish music, I mean, I, I did, you know, and, right. and well, you home, more than others. I grew up with it. Yeah. But I heard, I but heard. it wasn't like a, I didn't go to school and have like, right. you know, nowadays, literally around the country, for the past five, six years, there's been a, a huge, you know, growth in. You know, I, I used to, like, my, my my crowd who would appreciate my music used to be a little bit more of a mature crowd. Usually, like, you know, the post, the Eretz Yisrael, right. post, high, post, post right. high school and then post college. You not but the, the grown-up crowd, you'd say, right? Yeah, but then, right. like, I started going to TABC two, three times right. a year. And then I do a thing at Frisch every year. You know, I went to Kushner's this year. Right. I went to Eula for Purim. And, and all these high schools in the middle, you know, of the country also that I, you know, usually a little bit less because it's not as easy to get to. But if let's say I'm doing a concert in Chicago or in Denver or whatever it is, the schools will always call me and say the kids, you know, right. want you to come. Got to stop by. And that's, that's, really, that's really important. And I'm not, and again, I bring my guitar and, I, I, and we sing and, and, and it's just a testament to the power of like, you know, real Jewish right. music, you know. Where'd you go to high school? Eula. You were in Eula. I went to Eula. All four Class years. Of 2000. All four years. Um, I got, no, I didn't get thrown out or anything, but, uh, no, we, we moved from Israel. We, we lived in Israel from 89 to 97. Right. In the middle of my, in, in the middle of ninth grade, in March of ninth grade, my, we relocated to Los Angeles, back, back to Los Angeles, right. I should say. So in the middle of your freshman year, you're back at, you're in Eula. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which, yeah. And I just went back there for, I was there last week. Well, so what was that like? Pretty cool. Let's just say it's not the same building it was when I when I was there. They made they made some improvements. Some when I was standing when I was standing in the brand new, gorgeous gym that they built, I was thinking like, oh, this I think this were this uh, the area where the trailer was when I was in the parking lot, <laughs> basically. Yeah, and that was that was really nice. That was that was really cool. It's always nice to go back to. Uh, How'd they do in Sarachek when you were uh, when you were a student? Do you remember? Um, we, oh, no, no, we were, yeah. That you were was, a powerhouse. Oh, that was the powerhouse, yes. <laughs> Those were the years before uh, before internet, before high-speed internet, right. where, like, the school would sponsor, like, a laptop. Right. Connected to speakers. And everybody would be in the dining room. And everyone would be in the dining room and listen to the broadcast. <laughs> I love it. And, uh, yeah. Did you have any good violin players in uh, Eula? Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> 
Everyone wants to know. Everyone hey, wants everyone to know. Wants everyone to wants to know about this. Yes, Ben Shapiro and I were buddies in, in, in high school. Same grade? Yeah. I mean, he was two years younger than everybody. Right, but he was still in the but same grade. But he was the same right. grade. Right. He finished, you know? he finished Harvard before you finished yeah. Eula. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Sad and accurate. Um, but yes, we were we were together in class, and he played violin. And he didn't... I. I I mean, he played violin on my on Big Love Levels. Remember right. that that album? Sure. I Do I remember I that? I did, album? I, did, I, did, I, did it, I did it with my brother. Right. Um, and that was like two years after we finished high school, so I was in touch with him then also. Um, but like, if people want to know, you're still in touch. I mean, I played his sister's wedding a bunch of years ago. That well, was the last time I well, saw it, him. It, it, but but you're not shocked by his success. In other words, if someone said to you, "Who's most likely to achieve this in your class?" You'd probably point to him, right? Yeah, I mean, you never like. Oh, like who's going to be like the biggest right. the political most celebrity right. in the country? Right. You know, you don't often. Right. I mean, but he. No, he, but they, they'd ask you, for instance, who in the class has the potential to be president of the United States? Yes. He'd probably be the one oh, that oh, no, would no, say. No, no, no doubt about right. it. I that mean, in government class, it was usually a conversation between him and, <laughs> and the, the teacher. Professor. Yeah, that, 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 that's it. We would just be sitting there like, come on, Ben, enough. You know, blah, blah, blah. That's funny. Yeah. I like yeah. that. By the way, speaking of brother, which you just did because of Big La Lovers, I enjoyed. The Facebook Live video oh, you of, you, of you and Shlomo uh-huh. discussing Jewish music. And I'll tell you why I was so intrigued. Because the impression is, don't know if it's true or not, not important for this conversation. And boy, are we already way behind schedule. We have so much music to do. But all right, okay. I'm enjoying this too yeah. much. But the impression is that, that the two of you are, have two different styles. Music styles, styles of life. That's the impression, whatever the case is. So to see the two of you address a topic that you clearly you know, had a shared experience with, which was Jewish music growing up to whatever extent. I mean, like you yeah. described, it wasn't very serious, but it had its, its moments sure. of seriousness. I, I thought it was really cool. And I thought there was a lot there that was interesting to those who are Cats fans. So I mean, I think, I think people want to hear a story of, Two brothers, you know, going separate ways, and then they come back and they you know, different ways. Once they separate, different you're ways. right, yeah, right. different ways. But it's not; it's really not that different. It's right. really, it's really not that different. We both, I mean, I, I don't know. People say our styles are so different. I mean, I, I don't really think it is so much. I mean, I think that it might be the way we put our music out might be a little bit differently, but you know, or, or, or record, you know, the music. But it's, I mean, let's put it like this: if I had to think of like my music compared to p- other people's music in the Jewish music world. Right. I mean, I think my brother is like the first <laughs> right. person I'll say like, That's yeah. True. And true. I mean, we, we, it's not even like agree, disagree. It's not even that we are really connected. Well, on, it seems on, that way. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's that way. And that wasn't planned that whole night. We came home from like a thing and it was like one o'clock in the morning. We were like, all right, let's just... I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't, he has a very strong Facebook presence. Right. And he's really built up a beautiful, uh, a beautiful audience for himself. Yeah, he's uh, got a teaching. Facebook congregation. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so have you, have you been to his shul in Afrat? Sure, many times. And you're very comfortable there. Oh, of course. And if he came to your, where are you, what neighborhood are you in now? I live in Farakaway. If he came to your shul in Farakaway? Of course, yeah. yeah he'd be, yeah. So there'd be a big deal. Shlomo Gat showed up. Oh, big yeah. Deal. Well, he came for Shabbos <laughs> Hanukkah a couple of years ago. People were uh, they flocking. Were, they were freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's phenomenal. All right. I'll give you a break for a minute before we okay. go to the live music. Let's start with Nigun Cheshek. 
It's your composition. It. It, it opens up the brand new album, yes. which is called Ashrecha. I'm assuming yeah. this thing is flying off the shelves and it's doing great out there. I know you, it's hard these days digitally to figure out exactly what's happening. I know. Happening, it's but, so hard. But, this but is you've gotten new... a good reaction to this, right? Yes. The, the, the album, I'm, I'm, it's, a, it's, it's so nice that you put so much effort, so much money, so much of your life into it. Then when you see people, it starts bouncing off of people, and, and, and you see the reaction, and you see people. And, and with this album, more than any other album, I see so many people, different people liking different songs right. on it. That's the and best that's, feeling. And that's great. And this niggin is like, I was thinking, like, how do you open up an album? Do, do you open up with, like, Thunder and Lightning? Or do you open up with something that, like, speaks, you know, speaks to you uh, you know, and, and, and it's called Nigun Cheshek because when I wrote it, it just it gave me a good Cheshek. It just gave me a good a good feeling inside. It's not like it's, it's a very not sweet that, Not that complicated. No, no, no. It's just, yeah. I think it's great. And I can tell you that a lot of a lot of members of the youth out there think it's great as well. So Baruch Hashem. And they're, they're the ones who we uh, really want to see be attracted to great Jewish music selections. Uh, Eitan Katz is here. The album is called Ashrecha. We are going to begin this live music alert Tuesday with this Nigun Cheshek. You're listening to JM in the AM. Eitan Katz. It's a live music alert Tuesday. It's called Nigun Cheshek. The way you described it, it's not so difficult, you think, to write a Nigun. I think, as a regular you know, regular guy out there listening to music, that not only is it hard to compose, and we've had this conversation a million times, you and I, but in addition, when you're composing without words, it's so much harder not to slip into a million other Nigunim that you've written or that you've heard. Am I right about that or not? Yeah, and and to me, like, that's... Uh... You know, people come up to you sometimes and says, "Oh, you know, that nigga sounds like that nigga." Right. And, and I often tell them, if let's say I was walking down the street with my two boys, would you have a tie on me that my boys look like, <laughs> look alike? Look alike. 
Like, oh, uh, no. Well, but, but but that's that's really the way I feel with it. You see that a lot with like with with composers who write a lot of nigunim. You you find yeah, but I'm not, that's not my tina. No, I'm no, not no, saying no, no, I'm, no, no. I, I'm I saying that just... for you as a composer, it's got to be hard not to drift into something you already know as oh. you're writing this nigun. And mm-hmm. you told me off the air you wrote this at a JLIC event in Queens. Yeah, Queens College. And you literally are writing it. In other words, when you walked into that event, you had never heard that nigun in your head before. No. And you're on stage. Yes. And it starts to just erupt from your guitar and from your mouth. Yes. Very hard for a guy like me to understand that. How many? I mean, there's a couple of Nagunim like that on the album. There's um, track three, Kikarov. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that in the studio. Another song that people love out yeah, there. Yeah, but that's Rosh Hashem. That was the last. The why you guys are very into Kikarov. Yeah. I can tell you that much. Yeah, thank you. I got my spies everywhere, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that was written that was at a, at a Kums that's in Detroit. On the spot. Yeah, you walked yeah. in without. That's <laughs> not. Again, it sounds like whatever, but to me, to it's us, like, it yeah, sounds no, like that. But you know what Rip Schleimer said, by the way, about uh, and you know who Stam Rip Schleimer is in the studio, of course. <laughs> Very good. I told him the story, by the way, that once once we had a hush of a rabbi in the studio, and I said, you know what Rip Schleimer says, and he said, you mean Rip Schleimer Freifeld? I, uh, yeah, I said, yeah. excuse me, in this studio, Stam Rip Schleimer, Rip Schleimer, Kalma, Farakway, in Farakway, yeah. <laughs> but you have to know where you are. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said that you know someone came over to him at the same time that you know your song sounds very much like another song you wrote, and he says, "Hey brother, everybody else steals my nigunim. Why can't I steal my nigunim?" Is <laughs> yeah, that yeah. a great one? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> basically, basically the answer is, I'm not here to entertain you. Mm. This isn't entertainment. This isn't pop. This isn't like radio where you're looking to like entertain and impress. You know, like. This is the neshama, and this is like, you know, this is the real deal. How and many it's... of your colleagues get that? How many of your colleagues would say, I am here to entertain you? I am here to hold an audience. Are you trying I... to get me in trouble? No, I'm being serious. I'm not asking you for names, <laughs> but I, let's assume that you and your brother, give him the benefit of the doubt, feel the way you just described. That we're not here to entertain, we're here to educate, to inspire, to really uplift the neshama, right? Don't get me wrong. I just want to make something clear. I don't mind if... if, if... If people are entertained, right? If now, they're if their source of entertainment is Jewish music, right? People have a good time right. and entertain. I'm right. all for a good time. Right. I'm all for entertainment. Right. I'm all, but, especially good kosher entertainment. Right. Absolutely. Right. But when the focus is clearly on entertainment, and you're using like Chazal as your, you know, you're schlepping them your into play. your <laughs> entertainment thing, then that that's that's a problem. How right. I mean. I'm I'm a I'm I'm a, I'm a. There are people out there that are that share the same right. sentiment as I do. I mean, I I I really wish it was more. I would feel a lot less lonely, right. you know, in the world in, in the world in general, but in right. in, in the world in this specific world. Um, I I, I have also. This, I'm just one. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking to myself as I ask you to prepare for a live song, which will be Kikara, hopefully. Sure. Yeah, why not? I'm just wondering because, and again, I I don't think you're going to take this the wrong way. When you're invited to a wedding, I think people have different expectations. Yes. Then when we don't want a kumzitz by our dancing, that's like you know the most common thing. <laughs> no, but I'm saying the opposite. In other words, once someone invites eight time cats, they know this is not just going to be. An entertaining wedding. So it's funny if you look at it. I'm just I just started this like advertising campaign for for the wedding band, right. and 
to sit there and trying to think of a good of a good tagline, you know, a good like you know one liner. Right. It's like it's hard because you don't want to sound too cheesy. You don't want to this that. But then we came up with this thing so much more than just a performance. Oh, that's it. And I was thinking about that's that, and it. I was like, wow, okay, it does sound a little bit, you know, right. whatever, milchiks. But like <laughs> that, I really feel that like really coins what it is. You know, we're up there. We are performing. Yep. We are entertaining. There is a professional um, level of music on stage, and right. it's and it's it's going to be as professional as it gets. But it's so much more than that. It's so much. But when you're singing the gunim, you know, I, I I say my my success at, in the wedding scene at, at a wedding is how many people are not standing around with phones videoing the band. Right. When I see that, which, I'm is, like, which is a disease among and Jewish you know what, ladies. and you know Heroin. what, when I when I see nobody standing there, that's the best. That makes me so happy. Right. Everyone's dancing. Right. Who cares? Who needs? I'm not trying to call. You know, <laughs> me as the lead singer, as the you want to call it, the brand name of the the brand the group, with, yeah. with the group. I don't want you watching me. <laughs> I don't care if you do great, but I want you to go and 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 dance and have a good time. You know that's. Uh, that's a great one. I like that. So, I mean, people think, oh, just for the chuppah, just for this, just for that. No, when, you, when, when you're, I, I, I've, been, I've been blessed, really, to have a really wonderful band who understands that and, and, and feels it. And, and it's, it's also something that, like, if people want, like, authentic Jewish music. The right? real the deal. Simchas, you know? Right. Like, this is what, this is what we do. Eitan Katz is here. Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network to see everything going on in our studio as this conversation takes place. Tell us the name of this song and what it's about, why you wrote it, the whole thing. I was at a, a, a Kums that's in Detroit playing at um, you know someone's house who invited, invited me to come in for the community and throughout the night. Right. It was really beautiful. Maybe like 150 people came and packed into this guy's living room and you know when night Seder finished another 40 buck room came you know from you know they want me to play all the songs that i played like two hours ago like what do you mean you know, that's how you can tell my room's over exactly when, when the exactly, guys show up exactly exactly and it was one of those nights where i was like you know it was very it was free it was like it wasn't like you know, there wasn't a set list you know and started playing this nigga with actually i just i started Did you playing, have the words in mind already like, no this is one of those nigunim where i had a lot of siyata de shmaya, and there's a big danger when you when you write a niggun with no words, and then you want to add words right. thereafter. It's like, oh no, this right. is going to be very. You, know, you can't just you can't just stop words into. The again, again Rabbi Shlaim has said that there are certain nigunim that are not supposed to have words. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah this, That's dangerous. This one, I felt I needed something, right. and the <clears throat> the the pasuk of of it, it says Kikarov right. If I had translated that to you and I said to you, it means that it's much closer than you think it is. You could do it. It's right there. You would think that it's like 2019 chizik, right? You know, right. chizik, you know, pamphlets and <laughs> right. whatever it is in the huddle. Like, come yeah, on, guys. I mean, it's, 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 it's within it's, reach. It's this generation, it's, right. like t- type of right, a pep but talk. It, but it's not. It's Moshe Rabbeinu. It's Moshe Rabbeinu. It's it, it's the Torah itself. It's it's not like and it might. This is very simple. I'm not saying anything new, but when I, when I when I thought about it like that, I was like, oh my gosh! Like the, the Jews in the desert, they were getting the same chizik that we're getting now. Same pep talk. Same talk, and 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 I thought it was 
When we say, oh, how was dinner? It was very, very good. We're just, we don't, I don't know. How We're do paying you, lip service to it. You know, very incredible, mind-boggling, you know, whatever. Spectacular. All these words right. that, but when the Torah says, the Torah doesn't mince words. If the Torah says me'od, that means that it's a lot closer than I think it is. Right. That's the way I interpret it. Because you still can't put like a, you can't like measure it exactly. And that's that was the inspiration behind putting the words words to this um, to this niggin. Here it is, off the brand new album Mashrecha. Eitan Katz live in studio at JM in the AM. Just a disclaimer: it's like seven thirty in the morning. I usually perform at. Come this, on, it's already eight ten. Oh, eight ten! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Live from the Nachum Siegel Network. Kikarai, Eilecha, Hadavar, Meyavoy. Fiha, Vilvavcha. Okay. <clears throat> boy, oh boy. This is going to be a humbling experience. What do you th- what do you think's going on here? <laughs> Purim. Ah, oh, rough weekend, huh? Thank God for cities. Amazing. Pretty amazing that. <laughs> this Sept Hashem's little pots. <laughs> oh, is that what you think it was? Oh, what, what else could it be? <laughs> you know? I mean, it could be, as you said, you just had, you know, a few too many gigs this weekend. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're sounding a drop better now. A little better. Oh, wow, look at that. I brought the whole band to the studio. <laughs> Keith Karov is the name of the selection. It's a Tuesday here at JM and the AM, a live music alert Tuesday with Eitan Katz live in studio. Go to Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network. Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network. You can uh, comment on the app. I want to thank those who already have. You can certainly comment on our Facebook live presentation. Thanks for listening from around the world as Eitan Katz visits us at JM and the AM.
JM in the AM with Aton Cats. So it does take time to recover from Purim. It does take time. Well, it was Purim and then... Wedding on Sunday? Well, it was Purim. It wasn't a regular Purim. It was Purim, the night Purim. I was in Los Angeles. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. And then I took the red eye. Oh, boy. And then I... And then got into Purim here. Yeah. And then I played like a big wedding on Sunday. I was... I'm shocked you were able to make it here this morning. I was this... My wife was like, you're still going? You're doing it? <laughs> you were ready to cancel. I can't, I can't let down, but... I mean, I hope that um, people don't look at that performance before and be like, oh, okay. I guess I'm not hiring Aton for my 8.30 Kumsitz that I had planned. Uh, that's, you know? the, that's the only thing we learned. The only thing we learned so far today exactly. is if you have a 7.30 in the morning gig, you may want, not, yeah, you may want to go somewhere else. Call, call somebody else. Aton Katz is here, JM in the AM. Brand new album is called Ashrecha. I guess we should do the title track at some point. Yeah. Um, That'd be nice. A 12-track release. Uh, again, operating on the assumption that it's doing great out there just from what we hear. Not that it's possible to actually find out what's going on out there, but we're hoping that uh, that people are buying it and enjoying it. Listen, you you, you could see the Spotify numbers, you could oh, see good. the iTunes, and you, you you could see what's going on. And uh, all right, I would. I, I, I'm in general. I feel like the story of my. Uh, I don't like I don't use the word career, but like. Uh, oh, it is a career, but I, yeah, it is a career, but it's, <laughs> it just sounds so uh, professional. Um, it's been slow but steady growth. You know, and like when I tell people that La Mancha was written or came out almost 15 years ago, they can't believe it. What do you mean? Is, 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 uh, 15 years ago? That is hard to believe. I wrote it in 03. That is hard to believe. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. If people are still singing Kikarov in 15 years from now, then, you know, and it's still getting, you know, but... um. People are looking. People are searching. They sometimes they don't know they are, but when 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 you hear you know music that that comes from the heart, and I always tell people you don't have to love my music. You don't have to love the CDs, but if so, and that's not going to be even an insult or like a you know a shtuch or whatever it is. But if someone comes and tells me like, oh, it doesn't it sounds like you're just trying to sell CDs. It just doesn't inspire like, me. Like. It's not reaching me. Even if it doesn't reach you, but if you, if because everybody's different, but if you're gonna say that you don't think it came from my heart, that's gonna be like okay, I have to I have to rethink right. what I'm doing, and that's and so far the response has been so positive and so, uh, and I mean, and this album in general was was like a, it was it was a challenge because. You want to keep to the to the style that people know you for, and you want to talk to people who never heard you before, and you want to—I don't want to say adapt to 2019, but you want to. But you realize you want to be relevant. that you want to be relevant right. with the sound, and so it took, are you meeting a lot of first timers? Are you meeting a lot of people who really have never heard of Aton Cats till this most recent musical experience? No, but when I'm talking, I mean like listening to like a full album, right? You know. On the Lamancha CD, Lamancha is one of ten tracks. Right. I don't think Lamancha is even the best one on the track uh, on that album. What would be better? Give me an example. Huh? I'm trying to think. I don't remember what's on it. What would be better on Lamancha? There's a nigga in Adon Olam. Yeah. That would be cool if you could play that, but but you know you don't have to. Um. Well, the the official name of the album is Lamancha. Yeah. Yeah, and there's Adon Olam on the album. There's um. 
That one I know. Which was like, to me, again, don't get me wrong, the man has given up. We know how Gavaldic it is. Are you kidding me? No, Everyone but, loves it. But, you know, with, with, uh, that was like, that was like the first album that I, that I, Put out of my of of, of my own nigunim. Right. It has it has an Eishes Chayil on there that people still sing by Chupas. Oh, there it is. is I can it? tell you where I was when I wrote. I mean, sitting in the dorm room and in, in, uh, in, in yeshiva. Which yeshiva? In Silver Spring. Where, where I, Rabbi Lopiansky. Right. Everyone talks about him. Yeah, he's like. Oh, right. He's he's he leads a worthwhile yeshiva experience. Yes. Yes. This is. Uh, I wonder if I sound like 15 years younger to the... Yeah, sound like a little kid. I felt with this nigga, the words, the beautiful words. I, I grew up singing, you know... The traditional... The I don't know, you know, right. with, with your, you know. Right. And I never... You never understood I never the seriousness of it. I never felt like and I felt like this, this phenomenal. This, this, I think this is my personal favorite on, on that album, but um. It can speak to me. <laughs> it certainly does. I love it. Phenomenal. So, so yeah. So and, and especially now with the way the way people listen to music nowadays is very different. No, that's for sure. You're, you're going to be see, see a spike in the Adon Alum track on Spotify. I tell you that much. <laughs> what was the other one you mentioned for the album? Call it Mosai. Yeah. That was the other one you said? Yeah, that was, um... Oh, I know this one, yeah. This is good. It's hard to believe it was so long ago, but this was the first... This is the first track that I ever... Recorded? On my own. Yeah. Where was this recorded? At Nochi Kron Studios in Muncie, New York. Wow. I think I would love for people to go back and listen to the old, to the old, new. There's no old or new over here. This is. Uh... Do you ever seek out somebody to help you compose, or not? Seek out? No. So when you said eleven and a half songs out of twelve, that was a joke. No, because I wrote one track with my brother. Ah. Together. Which song on the new album is with him? Ala Tzadikim. And you literally, what does it mean to co-compose? What does that mean? You're, we you're... were sitting and we did a um, a wedding. Excuse me, in Chicago together. Yeah. And in the hotel room, we took out the guitars and we just started playing. Because you said, let's compose a song? No. 
Stom. Yeah, you sat there the guitars. <laughs> yeah. Often, like, I'll say, oh, you know, I have a low part. Listen to this, and we'll sing it together, and we'll do the high part or vice versa. And, uh, and um, yeah, but I did I did something. I mean, he actually sings on the album, my brother. That song is Allah Tzadikim, you said, right? Right? And, yeah. And there's um, there's another song I, I, I do, like I, I told you, the uh, Bifia Sharm with Benny Friedman. That was something that, like, that that's a song that I'm getting the most... F- Feedback for um, what's it called? Uh, how different it sounds than than what I've done in the past. Interesting. It's All a- right, we'll get to that. This is the one you did with Shlomo. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll get to the Peter Sharma in a minute. This is what happens when two talented brothers get together in a hotel room with two guitars. Everybody, <laughs> this is what happens. Called Al Hatzadikim from the brand new album Ashrecha and Eitan Cats. Officially, it's his album. This song is both Eitan and Shlomo. That's Shlomo. See, I can't help but get into it. It's amazing, amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sick of this stuff <laughs> yet. <laughs> you know, not at all. It's, it's a... Really, is unbelievable. Eitan Katz is here. Brand new album is Ashrecha. That one he co-wrote with his uh, brother Shlomo Katz. So, had you recorded by email, or are you were in the same place? No, by email. By email. I recorded some guitars. I sent it over to him. He recorded some guitars and vocals, and he sent it back. I assume he has a studio over there. What? I assume he has a studio yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, That's yeah. not an issue. <laughs> not on the show. A lot of this, a lot of the music on the C- on the CD was done like that. Was yeah. send it out, 
There's some string sections that were done by this guy I've never met in Israel. You know. It's... You ever hear from some obscure places like where you're shocked that some people have actually heard your music and you're hearing from them now because of this era of you know global global internationalism that we are in? Well, I got a kick out of it when Mutsi Yom Kippur, I got an email that someone bought, someone from Texas bought my CD on Yom Kippur. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> At least it enhanced their holiday. Um, yeah. <laughs> You'd rather them listen to that than some other I stuff know, they I could know. have been listening to on Yom oh, Kippur. <laughs> um, I'm getting calls. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I've been, I've, been, I've been around a little bit. You know, I haven't, I haven't been to some places that I would like to go to. I got a call once from Uganda. To come. From Africa? <laughs> to come and perform? Yeah. It didn't go that far in the conversation, but like. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I, I, I don't know. What the attraction I don't was. know. I don't know. Boy. I don't know. Um, well, that's interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're planning a bunch of different uh, Europe tour. Right. You know, Europe, European cities right now. Right, not, not the obscure places your brother goes to. <laughs> like what? Oh, well, like the Ukraine and. Uh, no, no, he's not. He's not going there to do to do gigs. I know. He's going there to bring, we we uh, had this conversation. Yeah. I'm I'm baffled by his whole thing. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's he's. I know he's inspiring people. Believe me, <sighs> I'm just shocked sometimes where he's doing Facebook Live. That's all, and you're calling him. Yeah. You know, most yeah. con him do not you know go out of their way to go near. First time I went there, I went, I went, I went, the only time I went there, I went with, with my brother. I was doing a, a wedding in Israel on a Tuesday night and I flew in for Shabbos. And then Sunday at 6 a.m. we flew together, just me and him. We flew to Ukraine, to Kiev. We went to the Alta Rebbe, three hours to the right in the car, then drove six hours left to Uman, Bardichev. Mezhibush and Breslov and uh, a day and a half. We just went spent in the car and by Tzadikim and, and And as come on him, you're only going to a certain part, you know, certain <laughs> limit, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. And you found that to be... You know what? For, for me personally, it was inspirational and it meant a lot to me because it wasn't done as part of a... Oh, I'm coming on a program. I'm coming right. on a tour. I'm coming, or you know, I there's no guitars. You know, right. there's no media. There was no, you know, we didn't, we didn't. Uh, it was our personal, you know, journey, journey. Right. And and I, I really, I mean, I've I've had offers to go back since, you know, to that area, and I, I would like to, but it wouldn't be the same. You know, I, I don't want to bring my guitar. But you left life. that experience having been inspired. See, when I ask your brother, and I'm so sorry to do this comparison. It's nothing I, I can't stand more than the sibling comparison, but, yeah. but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> it's not hard for me to believe that he finds that experience inspiring. It's not hard for me to believe that, I, you know, because of the per- yeah. personality he is. It, but it's hard for you to believe that I was Well, not, not hard to believe, but it's, it's harder to believe that someone who, who gives this impression of being a little bit more 
I don't know. How would I put it? <laughs> a little bit more insane? <laughs> That's the way I would put or, or, it. Or a little bit more sane, right? Depending on how we look nah, at it. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to be very careful how no, I, I say understand. it. I understand. I but look, you found it to be I look more like a yeshiva guy. Exactly. He looks more like a settler and uh, whatever. So, and, but you found it to be an inspiring experience. Like when you ended it after a day and a half, you, know, you were like. You know what the, the word for, for, for clothing is in, in Hebrew? Begged. Yeah. Right? The same word as boget, right. as a traitor. Right. Why? Because your clothes, they, they, they betray you on a certain level. Because they, they tell give an a impression story that may not be true. That's not right. true. Right. So this is the community that I belong in. This is the way I dress. And this is the, what I do. And that's the way he, and, but it's all, the, it's, all, it's, all, it's all the same. You know, on Purim we dress up to show that everything is just a big dress up. Right. There's nothing. But, I, I hear, and, I and, hear and, all you know, that. And I, I want to ask, ask you a question. When people throw around the word inspiration, what does that even mean? Well, I mean, what does that mean? You feel good in your heart, you feel uh, you feel a buzz, you feel um, like what like 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 what does that mean? It, it, it's because people throw around that word nowadays so much, inspiring, 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 and to me, it's like it's more like a good massage. You feel good, and then you go on with life. You know that, that, that sometimes that's it is what, like that. Saying that that's what sometimes a good massage that, will, will most, cure your problems, also though. And you'll and you'll benefit from You're that, right. you know, for, right. for a long time. But but I'm just most... say, I'm just saying I know you, I know you, <laughs> and I know you pretty well. And we spent and we spent Shabbos together with the Etsy Shabbat Shabbatod, so right. at the same table. That's right. That's so right. I, so I I see the type of person you are. The inspiration it, comes from when you're learning the Balatanya's Torah, and you see what type of truth he brought into the world. And then you go and you dive in by his kever. That's a lot different than just going on a kvarim tour. Got it. That's the difference. Got it. So, like, for example, there, there, there was a, I mean, it's still like this. I, I would, like, read a biography of one of the gedolim, whatever it is, and then I would put a picture up in my house of him. So I could look at the picture and not just be inspired by a holy Jew on the wall, but know more about that yid, and know more about that gadol, know more about that rebbe, and and uh, it's a whole different experience. So when you're, so when you go to to Breslev, where Reb Nassan is buried, Reb Nassan was the Talmud of Reb Nachman, and you go there and you realize what this man did in his life, and you and and, and you learn the svarim that he wrote and he and, and, and he put out. Or you go to Reb Levi Yitzchak. And it's not just like, oh, Reb Levi Yitzchak, oh, you know, it's like, every, everything's, a, everything's a, a Facebook post nowadays. You know what I'm saying? No offense to Facebook, you know what I'm saying? But like, everything is like swipe. Swipe, you know, I call it WhatsApp inspiration. You know, swipe it, next, next, next. Right. That type of inspiration to me is like the massage you get, like, you know. That you forget about a minute later. Yeah, it's like, oh, it feels good, and then you, right. and then you move on. But I think that's what my brother for sure is doing. He's he's his whole the whole point of his kehila and in, in in Efrat, and the whole point of what I'm. I mean, again, it might look different, but it's not different. It's not different. It's the same all. mission. It's the same thing. It's the same the, thing. It's the same thing. I, I mean, I'm I'm glad we had this conversation. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the same thing. I mean, you mentioned earlier that there's a, a song that you uh, perform with Benny Friedman. Yes. Yes. We're going to do this, and then I'll ask you one more time after this song to see if you want to 
leave us with any live music this okay. morning. That's that's your okay. decision. I don't want to, you know. No, you got it. You got it. And uh, and then we will wrap things up. Eitan Katz is here. The song is actually, the uh, album is called Ashrecha. The song is Bifi Yesharim. Anything you want to tell us about this before we play it? Or this, we've said it all at this, this point? No, no. Uh, this niggin was composed in in Amsterdam, believe it or not. I was doing a Shabbos. Uh, I was, a couple of years back, I was doing Shabbos Project. Remember those Shabbos Projects? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in the UK. And on the way to the UK, we stopped in Amsterdam to do a concert for the community. Where? In what building? Not the Great Synagogue. Or the the Portuguese? Uh, yeah. No, I went there. That's an unbelievable. Holy I have a dream to do a concert in that in yeah. that synagogue. Oh, right, my gosh. Let's do it. That's amazing. Live in Amsterdam. That would right. be unbelievable. <laughs> what a... I mean... If you've seen shuls in your life, folks, as you I've travel never, the world, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Unbelievable! No electricity, by the way. All the candles there—they right. weren't lit. Right. But they told me that on on, on I don't know if it's every Shabbos. Right, or I think any, so. Every Shabbos. Yeah, yeah but uh, no electricity in the building. I got up there and I was. I, oh. I did a whole uh, shulchanad. You started yeah, a shulchanad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so before the concert, we're getting ready. You know, get, getting dressed and. And I take the guitar, and I'm just have this like da 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 in my in my head. And I called my my violinist, and and he's like, you know, they're picking us up in three minutes. What do you want? I was like, just just bring your guitar, uh, your, your violin. <laughs> and and uh, we we you know composed this thing together. Before you show him, here yeah. it is, brand new. It's JM in the AM. Thank you. 
Waltz. Yeah. The best compliment I got on this song was Is this a Mojitsu nigga? I was like, Taka. Taka. Oh, wow. No, but yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Wow. Beautiful. Jam the end with Aton Katz as we wrap things up on a Tuesday morning. Get the album, everybody. It's called Ashrecha. That's where you'll find all the brand new material that we. Uh, uh, played this morning. Obviously, uh, any of the classics that we played this morning also available out there. Just search it on whatever it is that you use to buy your music, and you'll find Aton Cat selections. Mazal tov to Aton Katz and his wife, who tonight are being feted with the uh, Parents of the Year Award at the Siach Yitzchak dinner. Yeah. That's happening in Farakoy. A lot of arm twisting on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we, we, we really love the school. We love the school. That's all that matters. It's really nice. It's and uh, will there be uh, musical entertainment tonight, or they're not going that route this evening? No, no. Regular dinner. It's a regular dinner. Okay. I think uh, I think they're preparing. I mean, someone hinted to me that they're preparing some kind of surprise with the kids singing. I'm not sure mm, if it's. I don't know. I'm very curious. Very, <laughs> very, very, very curious. So that happens that. tonight. So enjoy. Yeah. Uh, all right. I I am requesting, if possible. <laughs> For one more shot at some great live music, I recommended. Are we going with my recommendation? Um, I recommended maybe going back in time to the classic that we've referenced probably more than any other song during this show. Yeah. And that, of course, is La Mancha. Are you in a La Mancha mood, Eitan Katz? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so, too. Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. <laughs> If you missed any of this, check out the video later today. Le <laughs> 
the first song now? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eight Tide Cats, want to thank those who've been commenting on the app. The NSN app is uh, filled with amazing comments this morning. Um, nice. Dafyomi, it says, beautiful. Playing it on a good speaker system can really appreciate the beauty of the vocals and music. Thank you for that. Mara says, good morning, Nachum and Eitan. Two of you are an inspiration, whatever that means. We're not sure what inspiration means at this point. To call <laughs> to, to, to Abu Israel, keep up the great work. Uh, Hilly says, Eitan, don't worry about the horses. The power of your music does not lie in your beautiful voice or your amazing guitar skills. The main thing is that it comes from the heart. There we go. Nice. Thank you. Hilly? Uh, that was Hilly, yeah. Hilly. Thank you, Hilly. Uh, this listener says, while warming up in a small area before a wedding, Eitan played the bird Negun for me. It was the song my daughter walked down the aisle to. What a moment. What a show this morning. Cried all the way to work. So inspired by your songs and lyrics. The bird Negun? My brother's song. Wow. Oh, from, um... From, uh, what's the name album. of the album? I can't believe I forgot. Right. Nice. Um, let's see what else we have here on Facebook. Listener, uh, listener of Rummy says, great new CD, back to a time that's both Jewish and music. Nicole says, we understand, Eitan, your music comes from the heart and elevates the soul. Great interview. Uh, Ellen says, Eitan, so proud. Fern, of course, is listening, as you predicted. See, even if we don't take phone calls, Fern figures out a way for us to find out she's too did. <laughs> um, what else do we have here? Listener Gill says, Eitan's one of the holiest Jews and talented people I know. Love him. Boy, oh boy. From, from his mouth to God's ears. Listener Esther, you rock Eitan. Listener Susan, thanks for having Eitan. Oh, I did well this morning. Listeners are happy that I invited you to this radio broadcast, Baruch Hashem. There you go. Yismach Melach, that's the name of uh, Shlomo's yes, album. Yismach yes. Melach. I know it was either that or something else. But yeah, yeah, a lot of great material that. there. With yeah. a couple of nice Purim songs on there as well that we were playing during the uh, first part of Adar. Mm-hmm. Eitan Katz, this was truly a pleasure. It's always an honor to be here. I appreciate it. I really, that. I do thank you for playing my music. And, and for I don't know if a day goes by that we're not including you somehow in our productions. It. I really do appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Your material is amazing, and uh, and I'll I'll thank you. I um, I have, as you know, three TABC graduates, soon to be four, hopefully, wow. in four years from now. Mm-hmm. And um, those experiences are so amazing. You know, parents watch kids. Just I was at one of them that you did yes, uh, that, that you did there on a Thursday night. I think it was. Yeah, it was like a father son. Right, and and just the whole thing's incredible. Just the the the. The way that they react to it, and how much it, it, it inspires them, and, and whatever that means again, and fills their life. I'm and what, sorry, I didn't mean to. Ruin no, 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 that no word I'm for you, kidding around. It's, you it's kidding? A good, it's a, if I'm giving you a hard time this morning, which I have, it means I really love you. So please, <laughs> you know, don't don't think anything of it. 
I have to tell you one thing, though. You alluded earlier to the fact that in our era, whatever our era means, and we were, we're from slightly different generations, but obviously Jewish music was not a major focus. It was, it was part of our lives, but not a major focus, and that you've seen how kids you know, gravitate more to it these days, thank God. But I will say one thing. I don't know if you've noticed this or not. I don't know if your kids are old enough to notice it, uh, that, that you've noticed it. But the, the, I, I look at Jewish music as a parent, as a uh, through-the-week W-E-E-K experience. I noticed that the early part of the week, there's, there might be some more secular